0: popular popular demand. Duh. Hey, you guys, and welcome to a weekly um, wild show that I like to call Who Raised You Hoes, a weekly show of judgment that loves as well. I'm Lani, your host. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, for the continuous love and support. I always make sure to thank you guys. I try to do it, if not in the beginning or in the end, but today I decided to start with it. I appreciate all of the support that I received from you guys, whether it came in the form of a text or a phone call or just genuine love and support. I appreciate every single one of you. Please remember to like, comment, subscribe, download, share the show with your friends and let's get into it. Um, I had a pretty decent weekend. It's been a little hectic. That's why this show is, is going to be on fly this week. When I say on fly, that means basically I am roughing it this week. I have no show notes because my weekend was that crazy. Um, I took the weekend and I drove out um, to see my sister that lives about a couple hours away in PA and just spent the night Saturday out there and roughing it in the country um it was real funny very interesting and just very different um and driving home was a nightmare especially when you suffer from anxiety my anxiety came out because a couple weeks ago i had a car accident so driving home and not only that if you're coming from pa if you're familiar with um the Tri-State area, or even Pennsylvania, that's like Truckers Nation almost, and you run into nothing but trucks. So my anxiety was on 10 majority of the drive coming home. So it just was a nightmare in the beginning, but I got through it. Praise the Lord for green tea. And I'm here safe and sound and giving y'all a show. So the thread this week is going to be rather quick because, um, not even the thread, I'm going ahead of myself. Back, back up back up uh, the tv guy. so as y'all know insecure ended um so like i said i wanted to find a new show to watch um i'm a netflix person as well big mouth started back up i have not gotten deep into the season yet um i left off on a body positivity episode which i encourage anyone that has a preteen daughter to look at that episode is of course if you're familiar with big mouth on netflix it's a bit vulgar but this episode which is episode two um is very good to watch especially if you like i said if you have a preteen that's going through um the beginning of puberty Um, Having to go through that change of having to have breasts and butt and eye and just all those different things and they see their friends developing before they do it's a normal thing especially for girls. I was a guy. So for us it was different like you wanted the facial hair um, you wanted your voice to get deep, mine never did for obvious reasons. Um, But for some reason in high school I could never, ever, ever grow facial hair. Um, It didn't come until like toward the end of high school. And now I have a full damn beard. And my beard is long as hell, especially it's the fall. And I normally grow my hair for the winter months. And because I hate hats for the most part. But I just it grows like a weed now. And it's just like you look at people that go through um, puberty now. And it's like, uh. Why are you rushing to go through all this? Like it comes with time. Like it's the craziest thing to say. to someone that's going through the change, but it's like it's the truth. Like once you get to like your 20s, even your 30s, it's like, oh, god, here we go. Like I got hair growing out of here or my butt's too big for females. I got too much chest going on. It's just it's too much. But the body positivity episode is definitely a good watch for preteens that are about to go through the change they talk about a lot of things not just the females they go through the guys one guy was getting bigger meanwhile his friend is getting smaller and his clothes seem like they shrank he wasn't really getting any pubic hair it's just it's weird stuff that you go through when you start to go through puberty that they talked about in episode two So season two. So if you have not watched Big Mouth, I suggest it's hilarious, especially when you've gone through that stage of life and you just look back at it now and just laugh because you've gone through it. I suggest you go watch Big Mouth. Um, I missed How to Get Away with Murder this week. Um, I've been working like a madman and dealing with a bunch of other things, so I haven't had time to get into it. I'm gonna go back and watch it. However. I did see the Rice Family Values um season finale. Now, if you're familiar, hold on. <sighs> see, I wish I could be like the ASMR Chew, the shoe, excuse me, because Lord knows she'd be next to her mic and chewing her heart out. But me and my line, we good over here today. So um, if you're familiar with what took place with Braxton Family Bodies this season, um, they wanted to protest to get more money from the network, and it was a big thing because Tracy didn't go along with the protest. She actually kept filming and recording. Um, it led to a big wedge between the sisters and Tracy, and it got to a point now where Ayama Vincent had to get involved because Tawana came with the idea to go see Ayama. Um it was very and in- it was interesting to say the least. Um to see the tension the minute Tracy walked in into the actual room where they all were. It just was it was everything. I just I felt like I was glad that Tracy finally vented how she felt um how she felt for her sisters because I felt like for seasons she felt like the third wheel to her sisters because if she didn't do what they wanted her to do, it just was like this big problem that everyone else could do whatever they wanted to do. But if Tracy didn't get in line and get on basically into the bandwagon, it was a problem even when it came to when they left her when she had her son and they signed to they signed the deal even though they eventually got dropped it was still the fact that you left me to go sing and now that y'all want to protest but I don't it's a problem Tracy said it in the show I just bought a house I have a mortgage to now pay and property tax and things are gonna get fixed around the house I don't have time to protest for more for more money. If not everyone's on the same page, like I have bills with a B, capital S, K, bills at this point. So they sit down. Um, Tamar is instantly in defense mode. Like her guard is completely up and she has a vendetta and she wants to be right. And it's just like at the end of the day, It's not about that, and she get. I'm so proud of how she handles it, and how Mama Evelyn has put her in place, and how she had to go in the car and check herself, and she came out. She, they all had a moment at the white table where they exposed the truth, and I think Tamar and Tony's truths were the most, the biggest revelations. Um, Tony reveals she does not like her family. A lot of us can relate to when Tony said that because a lot of us feel that way already where you don't like you love your family. That's your family, but you don't like them. And it's sometimes in some instances you don't. It doesn't have to per se be your immediate family. It can be your extended family where you just don't like how to handle things or how they do things. And that's fine it's fine. She said, I still love them. They're my family, but I don't like them. And if we were not family, they wouldn't be my friends. And she said, everyone, this included her parents, because she felt the baggage of having to consistently carry her sisters throughout everything she's done in her career. Everything that she's done in her career, her sisters was a part of it. And it's just like, Okay, when can I shine on my own, but I to provide for them. They even got the show because they guaranteed that Tony would be a part of it. Tony's a very private person. She doesn't like people in her business. and We've known this for years. So it's like you did that to be on a reality show, but you knew they would not get the reality show if you were not a part of it. So it's more interesting. If you didn't watch it, go watch it. I can't give you the synopsis. I can, but then I can't. And it's like, I want you to go watch it for yourself. I'll say that. Um, Back to what I was saying before I jumped ahead of myself. Um, The thread is going to be rather light this week. Um, I'm a little disappointed. And, um, The power of the man. Um, Brett Kavanaugh is officially going to be a Supreme Court justice. After the whole backlash from him from them finding out that he was a sexual predator, they still didn't care. They still elected him to they basically want him to be a Supreme Court justice because the vote was unanimous with eleven to ten that he ended up on getting a seat on the court. Um, it's sad the message that you send to the, violent, the victims of sexual related crimes, which is like molestation, sexual assault and rape, that their voice and their stories don't matter to men at power, um, to being a, in a position of power. It's sad that they had to go through that and witness that. And even for Dr. DeBla, um, Dr. Blasey Ford to even have to go to the Supreme Court and give an official statement and give her story and relive it. To only feel like it fell on deaf ears, it speaks volumes in my opinion. It is very deep. I'm not going to get into it because I got into it last week um, about this whole situation. We're going to move forward. Um, We finally have a conviction. Um, We have a conviction for an issue of police brutality and abuse of power. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pulling up the story right now. Like I said, I'm doing the show on a fly. So, uh... I'm giving you guys rawness this week. When I say rawness, I say it because it's the truth. I'm giving you guys the raw gutter. The real deal. Um... If I'm not mistaken, I'm finding it right this second. Okay, here we go. Jason Van Dyke. Funny name, by the way. Was convicted of second-degree murder in the shooting of Laquan McDonald. Now he it says here because i'm reading from the shade room jason van dyke the chicago the chicago officer who shot and killed laquan mcdonald was faced was facing two counts of first degree murder 16 counts of aggravated battery and one count of official misconduct second degree murder was also considerable and he faces up to life in prison if convicted according to the chicago um tribune the jury has just reached a verdict van dyke was convicted Today, a second-degree murder in the shooting of Laquan McDaniel. The 17-year-old was was armed with a knife in September of 2014, before being shot 16 times by officers seconds after he arrived to the scene. Now, it speaks speaks volumes because we finally got a conviction from an officer that took the life of someone that was innocent. Um, it's just it's sad that, it's get, that it had to be close to three like basically at this point it's been four years since the incident and he got convicted. Um hopefully we see more convictions. I'll say that in reminding the world that yes, black lives do matter in America because we obviously don't care about sex victims, but we're gonna move on nonetheless. Um also this week Um, actor Pooch Hall, which you guys remember him from the game and also some of you that watched Ray Donovan, he was basically arrested in Burbank, California this week for a count of DUI and also another count of child endangerment because of the fact that he was driving intoxicated and had his two-year-old son driving the car basically as he sat on his lap. He was intoxicated if I'm not mistaken. They stated that his blood alcohol level was twice the amount for California. He was arrested and charged with a DUI and also reckless endangerment. Also, as a development from the case, they've opened one with Child Protective Services in the matter. Um, hold on. Mm. I almost ran out of the Anywho, I feel like the world will never speak more of mental health or mental issues unless it's in situations like this. For some odd reason, you um, you won't get what you need to get for these actors. Basically, they need therapy, they need help, and a lot of people don't understand, especially people that work regular nine to fives. That actors come far between work, so. If you're not in syndication and getting a residual or actually currently filming a role, um, you're not getting paid. There's no easy way to put that. You're not getting paid. You're not seeing a dime. And it's in between work. So what are you supposed to do? In the case of Jeffrey Owens, he got a job and was humiliated in front of the world for working at Trader Joe's when he was just trying to provide for his family. Now... In this case, I feel like he would need therapy and he needs to just overall seek help, maybe Alcoholics Anonymous, which is not uncommon to hear that an actor has a drinking problem or even a drug problem. And that's the sad part is that we don't care enough to understand that our people, especially actors, entertainers, creators in general, most of the stuff that we do, we don't see compensation for right away, meaning... Some of the stuff we do is basically we don't get paid for it. Um, this goes for not just people that give you creative content like blogs or podcasts or anything like that. We're just we're also speaking about entertainers which is actors. Um, actors, athletes, and musicians all around. If you're not being seen or doing something like behind the scenes, you're not getting paid. And it's the reality of the situation. So with him, he hasn't had work in a couple of years. If you really want to pay attention, since Ray Donovan, he hasn't had work. Um, and especially even with the game, when the game went to BET, he was basically done with it at that point. So you haven't really had consistent work in years. Even with the case of like Columbus Short, or Orlando Brown, these type of people that don't get a lot of work but have issues, like issue issues, whether it's with substance, whether it, or like any controlled substance, they have an issue. But we don't pay attention to the warning signs, even Lindsay Lohan, um, who needs help. These people don't always have options or they have them, but they don't want to go to them. And I'm sorry, but I'm a believer in basically if you want help, you're going to seek it. I'm not going to exhort too much energy into someone that doesn't want help. That's just how I am. I've gone through family members that have gone through substance abuse issues and I've absorbed energy and and effort into that situation and nothing happened. So now me, I'm sitting Now, me as a person, I just, I'm not going to absorb energy into it when they're ready to really get clean, when they're really ready to receive the help that they need. I'm right here, but I'm not going to waste too much energy into trying to get someone help that doesn't want help for themselves in the first place. In this instance, I feel like pooch, needs help he needs some guidance and he might need some AA but he has to make those he has to want to make those steps especially if you're a active father you'll want to do better for your child so I'm praying for the best preparing for the worst in the situation and the worst in the situation is he lose custody of his child which is not a laughing matter um but I'm just praying for him and hoping he gets through it um that's going to wrap up the thread for this week. I don't want to waste too much time on it. I want to get to my table topic. So I'm going to take a quick break, refresh my wine cup, and I will be right back. OK, and I'm back. My wine is refreshed. I'm ready to get back to this mess. So I realized I to refill my wine glass. I've misnamed my sections wrong. So the first one supposed to be on the, um, basically the timeline. This is the thread. Um, And this is a little bit different. I'm going off of personal experience, but it's going to be brutally honest as well. Um, I have been a single male for going on five years next year. Um, Since my last relationship that ended mutually between the two of us. um, I haven't per se dated. After we broke up, I had, of course, like a couple of dudes that wanted to date afterwards. But in the same sense, I didn't want to rebound so I basically curved them because I wasn't in the mental space to date I was my breakup was, pre, was pretty emotional and I just had got to the point where I just was like I'm not ready to go through getting my heart broke a second time right after I just came out of something where I felt like I wasn't ready to move on I mean ready to be in in the first place but we all live and we learn and I don't have any bad love with my ex. We are cool, we're cordial, and we keep it moving. So, um, last week, as we all know, um, y'all know how much I live in Stanford Insecure. Um, Issa basically this season touched on the topic of ghosting. Yes, we're gonna pay a visit there. Um, I believe my bread for the week is a little bit different. Um, it's more of a event. So, basically, for those of you guys that don't know what ghosting is, or you may be in a relationship and you've been in a relationship for a couple of years, let me go back. So, the topic of ghosting, this didn't exist like going on 10 years ago. It did, but it wasn't as popular and prevalent as it is now. So, basically, ghosting is the following, and I'm summing this up. I got the idea for this topic from outline with Kevin Dwayne so we're going to talk about it as well the topic of ghosting how it goes is something like this you meet somebody whether no matter the circumstance you can meet them in public on an app um, basically you meet somebody you vibe y'all cool y'all connect with one another and the text conversation between the two of you is basically going relatively good y'all checking in y'all may talk all day y'all may check in with each other a couple times a day and that's fine So then, apparently, what ends up happening is the spark of newness dies down and basically this person goes missing. Um, And they normally have a reason as to why they ghosted you, but you'll never know. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the act of ghosting. Now, we've all been ghosted. I've ghosted a couple dudes. I've been ghosted by a couple dudes. It is what it is. But to me now especially now that I'm ready to date again, it's annoying because I can meet somebody for some odd reason. Dudes outside of the tri-state area are a lot better than the dudes that are here because they get on my fucking nerves, okay? First of all, I can meet somebody and we could be talking, we could be texting, everything seems cool, copacetic, we vibing, we may have even went out, we may have, you know, had adult playtime, which y'all know what adult playtime is, I think majority of people that listen to this podcast know what I'm talking about. So, eventually, everything seems fine, but then all of a sudden, this nigga goes MIA. my you wonder the fuck why you start thinking just like Issa did with the whole situation with Nathan you start thinking of what you possibly could have done wrong for this person to up and disappear they disappear what happened was it just you wasn't feeling all of this it wasn't feeling good to you like the messages, me being quirky and awkward wasn't enough for you. I wasn't giving you the best. I wasn't looking my best. I wasn't giving you all that I had. What was the problem? And that in hindsight is really the issue. Sometimes it, you will never get an answer as to why this person stopped speaking to you. Stop wanting to reach out. And it just go I fucking a and it drives me personally insane so as like this weekend I went to go see my sister my sister lives a few hours away from here and it just so happens all of my apps blew up and in particular there was someone that was checking on it we felt the vibe and we decided to exchange numbers and we've been texting ever since you know that's how that's how organic it's supposed to be you know, it's innocent. We didn't meet. He wanted to meet that night. I just wasn't with it. I was like, that's not the purpose of me being here. I can't even see my sister. Like I'm going to show my sister and my nephew and that's it. So I get home and it just reminds me as to why for some reason it's fresher when I go outside of my state than to stay in. And it's sad. Like I have to go venture yonder to get attention or even consistency from a dude like a dude me getting consistency from a dude in um, in Essex county ain't gonna happen not even flipping union county i got to go to like the bronx brooklyn connecticut philly to get someone that's worth me wasting my fucking time and it's stupid because People will think ghosting is efficient. I'm the type of person, I like honesty. If it's something that you didn't like that you saw or just you felt like it wasn't going to work out, tell me. I don't know if everyone else is the same when it comes to ghosting or even when things don't pan out with somebody that you see potential in. Tell me what the problem was. I prefer to know. Okay? Don't have me sit here thinking that I'm not the bomb or I'm not the shit. When you just basic as shit, like why do I have to go through this? Why does anybody, male, female, gay, straight, buy whatever, whatever divides your pie? If that's what you like, and you found someone that likes it with you or likes you for the diff- for the uniqueness that you bring to the table, or just in general they like you, um, why does it have to be that? You saw one thing or one flaw and you don't know what to say. Like I said, I'm guilty of ghosting someone before, too. And nine times out of ten, I find it hard at times with certain individuals to tell them why I ghosted them. Because it's like I like honesty. I prefer to be honest. But at the same time, some of y'all don't make it easy to be honest because you want to go into a full-blown argument. I'm not going to argue with how I feel. I'm not. If I feel like we were not going to mesh well, then that's the reason why you got ghosted. You know, um, I could just be like, well, you know, I felt like the conversation kind of got dry. And then you just had all these excuses why we couldn't meet up, why we couldn't go out to eat. And then you want to go through obstacles to come see me and just chill. It's it's just it's too much. It's like, all right enough all right just find you somebody that's willing to deal with it but ghosting is just bullshit um i feel it needs to be thrown in an incinerator off of a cliff um into the grand canyon into the abyss the black hole whatever you want to call ghosting here's a tip for these new niggas learn how to speak your mind speak how you feel If you feel like this person's not going to be a good fit, tell them. Don't have to sit here going crazy thinking that, oh, I did something wrong. In reality, you did nothing wrong. It's just this nigga ain't right for you. I'm not right for you. He's not right for you. Just move on. It's all right. Just be like, listen, I just felt like we wasn't going to mesh well. And that's fine. But you will not get niggas that say that. They just prefer to go M.I.A. and find it convenient. And they get mad when people say they ain't shit because you really just ain't shit. <laughs> That's all I got on that, because I don't want to ramble too much, but I'm going to take me a quick another break, and I promise you I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. Um, the swine is hitting, okay? So, um, on the ultimate selfie, which is my basically my self-care tip, and I thought of it to, um, this past week at work, and it's just, it dawned on me and I felt the need to ask the question, are you truly happy? Um, a lot of us are not. And it's fine. A lot of us are not fine with being happy with where we are in life, the job that we're working, our current situation, our status. It's okay to not be happy. But at some point you have to understand that in that unhappiness, you have to try and search for happiness. When I say, are you truly happy? Are you happy with your job? Like, if you aren't happy with your job or what you do for a living, you understand that you do have the power to be like, listen, I'm going to go ahead and find me something that I like or something I like to do. Like, I always speak about how I had naysayers when I started to come into podcasting. I didn't care that they had negative things to say about what I was doing. I was happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with. Excuse me. I don't have to speak present tense. I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy because of the fact that it's what I want to do, not what someone expects for me to do, not what seems typical for me to do. It just makes me happy to create content. Okay. And some people are happy creating designs for dresses and clothing and creating makeup. Some people are happy doing hair. Some people are happy. Living out their dreams of what that one thing that makes them burn up at night. The one thing that you're truly passionate about. If you are not doing that, I'm sorry, you're living the mere existence. You might as well say, God, I know you gave me this talent and I know I'm passionate about it. but I don't want to do it. You might as well just say, say F God, slap him in the face and walk away. Because you're doing something just to get by. Instead of trying to go after your God-given talent and passion. Sometimes in life, we got to follow our passion to get to happy. And a lot of us are not happy. And we don't know why we're not happy until we discover what makes us happy. If you're not truly happy, find you're happy. Be happy with yourself. Be happy with what you see in the mirror. Be happy with what you have not what you think you should obtain be happy it sounds far-fetched it sounds like i'm just talking but in all honesty find your happy and when you do find you're happy i'm gonna ask the question i promise you especially if i find out that you listen to what i just said i'm gonna ask you are you truly happy And i expect you to say yes I want you to say yes for yourself. I want you to say yes for your family. I want you to say yes strictly for you. On that note, I think I'm done. Um, thank you guys so much for sticking with me through the fly for this week. Um, I appreciate every single one of you, especially the supporters. Um, I, like I said, soon very soon, I'm looking to have my first um, guest co host for the week with me. Um, I'm trying to get some games and stuff together for who I decide to do with me. Um, thank you guys so much again for listening and being here and listening to me judge all of y'all and hope you understand that con- a three-pack of condoms costs you about $5, but an abortion costs you 4 I need you to think about that. On that note, I will see you guys next week. Peace.